everyone. Thank you so much for joining another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. Today, I have a very impressive soon-to-be mom. Today, I have Alex, who is um, on Instagram, Mrs. Tom Morrow. So, hi, Alex. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so, so good. Um, first off, do you want to give us a little teaser of what your story is you're going to share with us today? So my teaser is while well, I've been running run Disney races, um, mostly at Walt Disney World for the last seven or eight years, I oh, wow. just completed my third Dopey Challenge while 22 weeks pregnant. And then I also completed the Princess Half Marathon 5K, 10K, and Half Marathon while 30 weeks pregnant. So all my shoes are kind of um, hung up right now. Yes. uh, It was was definitely a big race season for me for many reasons. Yes. And um, not only that, we won't spoil anything for future, but your costumes (laughs) <laughs> we're incredible so we'll get to- chatting you. about that later because like I literally absolutely love them you pick such unique costumes that everybody recognizes. so 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 good um but yeah so kind of do you want to share with us uh your Instagram and how you got started with that and just a little bit about why you chose your name yeah so my Instagram I started probably back in 2018 And it started because I was doing long distance with my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. And um, we were meeting a lot in Orlando. I lived in South Florida and he lived in Jacksonville. And I think people were just tired of me posting all of my Disney adventures on my personal account. So I started a like Disney focused account um, where I was showing what we were up to, the races I was doing um, and just kind of everything in between. I think I was just I needed like an outlet. So that's how I started it. Um, And lately, it's been a lot more of like the run Disney stuff and um, probably some future baby content just because it's like the next new thing in my life. But uh, we get to go to the parks pretty often. And so we just like to share things that we find that we do. We try to find things, something new to do every single time we go. And um, I really just enjoy sharing what I love about Disney. Yes, I love it. I, I kind of have a similar story too with why I started mine is like, you know, I had friends that were like, why do you keep posting Disney? Oh my gosh. And made a separate account. And I I don't even have access to that personal account. Like I couldn't <laughs> even remember the name of it. Like, do you have the same issue or do you still occasionally no. use your? No, I still use my personal one. It's That's more for like the everyday I try to blend a little bit of both um, to share like a little bit of my non-Disney life too. But my personal accounts more just like for example the weddings we go to and like just the random life home things that we I'm trying to think of even like what's on there like I went to a bridal shower like two weeks ago and we had um like I will share like Kyle's birthday and like a lot of my friends are pregnant right now too so it's like their gender reveals and their baby showers and all that stuff too so I use that kind of account for that stuff but I try to I try to like let them cross over a little bit because I don't want to be like strictly a Disney person. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like that is like the reason I started the account. Yes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, I cannot wait. And I'm so excited to see any future Disney baby content. (laughs) Like, 
are, are you going to be the kind of mom that like puts your kids in like little Disney outfits or that kind of thing? I think so. probably actually. Yes. Because I already have <laughs> bought so many from Burlington, TJ Maxx, Marshall's. Um, we just had our baby shower this past weekend and we got a couple things from that too. I think everybody just kind of knows that's the default and easy, easy yeah. choice for us. Um, and we have a couple trips planned later this year with him, uh, with our little boy. So he needs clothes for that. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I literally cannot wait to see all of those. But um, if you want to share again, what your Instagram is so people can follow you. And again, I'll link oh. these in the show notes. Yeah. So it's ms.tom underscore m-o-r-r-o-w. So that's Mrs. Tomorrow, which is basically a playoff of um, if you've been to Magic Kingdom and you've ridden the People Mover when it goes through Space Mountain, which is my like ultimate favorite ride. It's talking about how he's they're trying to page Mr. Tom Morrow so I just took that and made the female version of it (laughs) yes I love that I love that and um kind of a little slightly on topic but your husband well former boyfriend now husband and then (laughs) um whatnot do does he love Disney just as much as you or do you kind of have to drag him along a little bit and also is he (laughs) into run Disney so he has DVC. He actually bought it in 2015 and didn't tell me he was buying it. He just went ahead and did it. His parents own DVC. So he's been going to the parks and the hotels and everything since he was really, really little. Um, but I will say I am the one that plans the trips. <laughs> I'm 100% ah. the instigator in the relationship. But he doesn't hate going. He doesn't, you know, he enjoys it. Um, we've both been pass holders since 2011. So we've been around the block in the parks. Um, and he, with Run Disney, he's done, I think, four or five of them. I, I'd have to really sit down and count. I, I want to say at least four, maybe five. Um, and he he will never probably do a half marathon. I can probably convince him to do a 5K and a 10K again. Okay. Uh, but the last one was Wine and Dine in 2011, and it rained the whole time. And he was like, I don't ever want to do this again. And I'm like, well, you know, I can't wake up and predict the weather for you. So, But I, I think um, especially our kid ends up becoming a runner or athletic, I could see him definitely joining in with us for that. Oh my goodness. And yeah, because there's um, at Run Disney events, there's those little kid races that they yes. do. And then they can also do like the five or 10K. And some of those kids, I'm like, whoo. I know. They y'all see past me. They're more, yeah, they're more, <laughs> they're faster than us and they have more energy. I'm like, how do you do that with your little legs? I know. It's so cute though. And I love seeing the little families all dressed up together. So I'm like, I hope that's us one day because Kyle is athletic and he will run and he's pretty good at running. He just doesn't, you know, he leaves it to me to do it. But um, gotcha. he's usually Let's be your t- thing. Yeah, it lets it be my thing, but he would be inclined if there was like a really good enticing theme, like if they brought back the Marvel races, he'd be so back into that. He did Star Wars with me. I think he would be interested in that. But like Princess is a hard sell. Marathon Week is a hard sell. (laughs) So it has to be like a really compelling theme and a reason for it. But I don't I don't want to say never say never, but it's, it's definitely more so me on the on the daily basis. And has he come and like supported you and cheered you on in the past or he kind of Every, let's like yeah. be a girl's trip and you go with a friend? So most of the races he comes, because again, we're pretty local, so it's easy for him to drive down, but sometimes he'll have to work a little bit longer during the week. So he'll come later in the weekend and he'll miss like the 5k or he'll miss the 10k. Um, he usually does come unless he has like another obligation. Like we were in a season of life where we were at a lot of bachelor and bachelorette parties. So it's like, I'll tell him like, Hey, go do your thing. Like you don't have, to, it's not a big deal. Like, 
right, I can right. handle myself <laughs> out there. Yes. But um, <laughs> I don't think he's missed more than like three or four race weekends total. And I've done gotcha. quite a few of them. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, well, none of those were my normal questions, but I love learning <laughs> more about it and everything. But we'll get jump into those questions. But my first one that I ask every single guest is, why do you love theme parks? I think the reason why I love theme parks is I grew up going to them. Um, most of the vacations we had growing up were Disney, SeaWorld, Universal, Busch Gardens. Um, my parents live live in New Jersey or lived in New Jersey, they would take us to um, the Six Flags up there and all those other like, you know, boardwalk centric things. We went to carnivals a lot as kids. And I just feel like we've always had that kind of vacation growing up. And yeah, we did explore other places. We did cruises, we would do um, national parks and things like that. But for some reason, like we just both, both Kyle and I did grow up with theme parks a lot. And I feel like the reason why I like going it, especially now is it's a like it's a consistency feeling feeling and that like I know what to expect I know where I'm going I know what I'm doing like and I like exploring other theme parks like we both were actually talking about like wanting to go to like Legoland which we've never done before and going to um Busch Gardens which we haven't done in a very long time I don't actually think we've ever been together to Busch Gardens but we've both been separately is this the Busch Gardens in Tampa or the one in Virginia or either I've been to both but I was referring to the one in Tampa just because it's closer um, I will say I grew up going to the one in uh, Virginia because I was yeah. like only a state away. So Loki love that like park. It was a great park growing up with the coasters yeah. and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, someone's been to Bush Gardens yeah. in Virginia. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I've been. Yeah. Because again, we went up to New Jersey a lot. So I feel like we would take yes. road trips up and go whatever theme parks like I really want to go to Cedar Point at one point we've been we've done Hershey Park which I want to go back to they have a race actually they used to have a race there I don't know if they still do my parents ran the Hershey like park race that they had um but yeah it's been I don't know like we've always my dad my parents specifically my dad really took us there very often and being Florida residents it was usually pretty affordable for us to go so I just feel like it's been it's been a part of my life for a long time (laughs) I love it. I love it. So probably during COVID, that was probably really hard not having like any theme park to go to. I know it was wild and Disney World opened up, but that must have been hard. It's like, we can't go to anything right now. What? (laughs) It was. I mean, I think I kind of needed the break because we were going like once or twice a month. And I think both of our wallets appreciated the break. Um, But at the end of the day, I mean, it wasn't like I couldn't go it was nobody could go so I never really felt alone in that because like it wasn't just me that couldn't go you know right exactly exactly there wasn't any uh FOMO for lack of better exactly word. no exactly <laughs> yeah I feel like I was missing a festival or missing this because everybody else was in the same boat exactly exactly all right so this next one is a pretty fun question and take your time if you need it but not your favorite character but what character do you most identify with that you're the most similar to Ooh, I've I've been asked favorite so many times in my life so I feel like I could answer that one really well but oh, I relate yeah, I to mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I think the first one that comes to mind is Moana for some reason and I, I well I have a reason why I think okay. because I feel like she is very independent and very in control of her life or she's trying to be. Um, and she's very curious and very adventurous and very um, just pushing like high energy. Yeah. And pushing the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of me too. Like, I feel like I'm 
a very independent person. I try to do things on my own. I try like, you know, when she is so, you know, Maui's not going to stop her from getting to where she wants to go. Like, I feel like that's how I am too, is like, I don't let people stop me from doing what I want to do um, or need to do. And I, I feel like that's, that's the first one that came to my mind. So I would probably say Moana. Probably no, that's there. a great one. A lot of people do say princesses, but no one said Moana. And I feel like she's so underrated. Like she's wonderful and she's got spunk and like you said, curiosity and no one's going to get in her way and, you know, kind of finding herself. So I think that's so great. I love that. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So my next question is, and you've been going for a very, very long time. So you'll really like this one, but if you could go on any retired Disney ride, what oh would my it gosh. be and why? This is the most unique answer, and I've talked. Well, okay, there's two. I could actually do one for each park, really, if I really, really wanted to. Should ah, I do that? Should ooh, I do one for we- each park? Yeah, that would be so okay. fun. And you're talking okay. Disney World Park, so the one of the Disney four, World right? Park. Yes. Okay. So okay. If, if I had to go back, I will start with Animal Kingdom. If I had to do that, or if, if I could bring anything back, I would want to watch the Tarzan Rocks again, which was a show. Yes, I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> yes, I loved that I, show. Oh my! I know it's gosh. not a ride, but we're gonna. I'm gonna put them both in there. Attraction, together. attraction. Yeah. Oh attraction. my gosh, I I have like a fever dream memory of like the monkeys on roller yes. skates. Yes, like, and then like going through the audience, a hundred percent. So we're the same age, and I feel like. When at that our our age, when we saw the show, I was a little bored in the beginning half because it was just right. singing, no characters came out, and then when the monkeys came out and Tarzan and Jane, yep. that's when I was like, yes. So I don't, I'm like kind of the same with you. Like I want to bring it back just so I can appreciate like the music yes. and the quality yes. as an adult. Because at the kid, I'm like, I'm bored. There's no characters. Right, right. <laughs> and yeah, there's no motion. There's no upside down. There's no this. But it's like, yeah, that was such. Yeah. I remember the monkey part so vividly that I, that's what I would want to bring back. Yes. And for those that haven't got the pleasure of seeing it, the Tarzan Rock show was currently where the Finding Nemo show was, but it was an amphitheater. So it was outdoors. Yes. Which Which is so weird to think about now. Yeah. Oh, it's enclosed now for Finding Nemo. But like, (laughs) I just love that show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. What's your next park? If I were to go back to Epcot or do another bring back a ride at Epcot, I would bring back Universe of Energy. While I love Guardians and I'm happy it's there, Universe of Energy, like we were there the last day. It was not in, in service, I guess. Yeah, in Epcot. Yes. Um, we would use that as like our break for the day, like our nap time, our cool air. But we just knew that show so well because we literally went every single time we were there because we needed a break from the heat. It's hot in Florida. So when you've been drinking around the world all day or eating around the world, you need a nap. So that was our nap spot. So I would say yeah. we would, we, I would want to go on that one again, like one more time. Oh, go ahead. I think too, uh, like Epcot has very minimal shade in like indoor I think sitting it's the areas. hottest park. By I think far it is too. Everyone's animal so... kingdom is the hottest park, but I really think it's Epcot. Yes. And I know this is a, still a current attraction, but the America show, um, or American adventure, that is a good nap spot and also pretty like interesting how everything moves but ac for like 30 minutes that is a good one yeah yeah (laughs) and then okay if i had to bring back a ride at magic kingdom this is another one that's kind of like tarzan Mm -hmm. rocks but i literally talk to kyle about this all the time and I, i ask him probably like every couple months i'm like do you remember 
the Lion King puppet show that is now where Philhar Magic is. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it was like you walk through different rooms and there was puppets retelling the Lion King. Yes, I have faint memories of that too. And I would bring I that first, one back. Oh, when I first looked it up, I genuinely thought it was at Animal Kingdom. You know, it makes sense. Yes, right. When I looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm gonna go like YouTube, like all of these, like again, just to see them. Someone's got an ancient video somewhere on YouTube. Oh, I I remember that as yeah. As well. it's like, we're literally the same age. <laughs> I was literally like, I feel like nobody remembers that one. And Kyle's like, I kind of remember it. And I'm like, how do you not remember that? Because we went on it every single time we were there. And I love Lion King. Oh. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, and they were so cute I would puppets bring- too. I know. And I, I just remember like walking through all the rooms and getting so excited. Like when you moved into the next one. And I just, oh, I love that show. And then in Hollywood Studios, and while it's not an attraction, but what I would bring back is Streets of America and the Osborne oh, lights, specifically the Osborne yes. lights. But I miss that so much. I don't think as a, a young adult, I appreciated it until it was gone, how wonderful that area was and how mm. true it was to like Hollywood and studio and filmmaking. Like I also really miss like the back lot tour area the stu- like where um yes they had like the um what's it called they had like a the honey i shrunk the audience or honey i shrunk the kids like play set and they had the back lot tour and studio catering like that whole area i love too but i just really loved streets of america yes and i didn't realize like you said as a kid you don't realize like oh this is san francisco this is new york and there's a difference and like as a kid you're like all right there's no characters right now like or i mean right. they used to be comes out every so often but again you didn't appreciate the movie magic and so like I love like I want to go back to every single one of these with you just to be like <laughs> oh yeah I can appreciate this as an adult now <laughs> yes oh, I miss it so I miss good. it I so- every Christmas I miss the Osborne lights specifically oh, too. I, it was so wild like how massive they were and I wonder what happened to all of those lights like years later did they donate them or I actually have no idea yeah that's a that's a good google question I don't know um but I I would hope that they're in storage and that they will come back one year I know someday sometime I don't even care if you do it too I don't even know where they would put it but just somewhere 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 Please. Maybe in the front of um Hollywood Studios. That could be fun. There might not even that be enough room be. for all of them, but down that yeah. sunset and um and Hollywood Road, Boulevard. I'm... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Love even it. Disney Springs. Put it somewhere. I don't care. Somewhere. We need to appreciate it. Come on. Ooh, Disney Springs. And then you get people buying more merchandise. There you go. There you go. There you go, Disney. All right. My last question is what attraction would you be devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable though. Space Mountain. 100%. <gasps> that is my that is my childhood like ride. Actually, Magic Kingdom is my least favorite park. Um, oh. but that has my favorite ride, which is Space Mountain. I love Guardians too. Um I know that's a newer one. Guardian the yeah cosmic rewind ride um I love but space mountain just has this like nostalgia like tug on my heartstrings I know it's probably getting an update at some point in my lifetime like there's no way it's not but um that's just my that is like the first roller coaster I went on and I have like really fond memories of that ride growing up and I always love seeing with the holidays how they've um, been doing overlays at like Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and Mickey's very merry Christmas party there's been some overlays 
So I love that they're like changing it up just a little bit. Like I'm okay with that. But if they got rid of that or like severely, drastically changed it, I would throw hands. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I I feel you. And have you been on um, the Space Mountain at Disneyland in comparison? I have. Yes. Like I think I think like just a handful of times. I haven't been over there since 2017, but um, I did get to go on Hyperspace Mountain, which is awesome. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's so fun. I love it. But I, I recently went out to California and I was like, man, I like this. I, I think Space Mountain over at Disney World here needs a little bit of an update because just even the comparison of just like the music at Disneyland Space Mountain versus Disney World, I think the music really brings a whole new level of a of thrill even like like you said for christmas time when it's the i think it's the carol of the bells and it's like and it's just oh and the lights are going and you're like this is so close like it's so fun yeah yeah i'd be okay with like updates or tweaks or seasonal changes and things like that but as long as at the core it's still like an indoor dark roller coaster yes i'm happy also they if they're working on updates i think that they should update the uh pre-show queue video talking about this is a high speed thrill yes roller coaster. and they're like they're it's like, like shaking through their yeah i know yes you're and it's about. definitely people in the 90s like it is so outdated it's old, it's old. It's i mean they they recently renovated the exit queue I thought that was the most they've oh. done in like a long time like where they have like you kind of go up that ramp now not the part where yes. you're up, like you're going through the um the moving walkway where you see all those like rooms like the actual exit where you like walk up a long ramp that's like newer yes Um, it is it is also I wish they had the moving walkway they got rid of it didn't they I haven't been on it in a long time now so I don't know (laughs) oh well I'm sorry to to tell (laughs) in in the last like year and a half they got rid of it so now you actually walk that past all like the dioramas yes unacceptable it's a long way back (laughs) it is no yeah I haven't been on it in a while because I don't like we don't go on the rides every time we go to the park so it's like yes it could be years since I've been on something like the teacups or Dumbo even though I I do go to the parks a lot most of the time we're just walking around and eating and drinking and hanging Mm -hmm. out so um unless there's something new or, or we're with people that haven't been in a very long time we usually don't do all the rides so Space Mountain um I haven't been on in like almost a year which is like Probably, actually, probably over. Yeah. I'd have to look at my my Disney Experience photo pass photos to know the last time I went on it. <laughs> yes, yes. And then once you have the baby, you can definitely go on and tell me, be like, this walkway is good. I miss it. Oh my gosh. Hello, so we're back. Thank you so much, Alex, for answering all of those questions um, and talking about old, early 2000s, late 90s attractions that we wish we could bring back. But I do have one more question about if you remember the Pocahontas attraction, and I believe it was at Hollywood Studios with the Grandmother Willow Tree coming around. Do you remember that? It's like a faint memory. I remember there being something. Um, I couldn't tell you where it was, though. Right. Why did I think it was where Beauty and the Beast was? Am I crazy for that? There was something there. Oh, or is that where Hunchback was? There was a Hunchback show, too. 
There was a Hunchback show? Oh, I'm my pretty gosh. Sure. Oh, gosh. I have to Google myself. I think so. We have to know. <laughs> All the, We could do a whole episode on 90s stuff. But... Oh, I know. <sighs> it's It was in the Backlot Theater. I just Googled it. Oh it re- it replaced the spirit of Pocahontas. So I guess we're all in the same area. Oh, perfect, perfect. Well, again, I'll have to go YouTube those other attractions as well. I'll probably do it tonight, <laughs> honestly. But again, Alex, thank you so much for answering all of those questions. And now I'll let you take it away and share your magical moments. Okay, so where do I start? Okay, I feel like I could start from the very, like, honestly, there's so many moving parts to the whole story that just... <gasps> happened so if you people don't know when you register for a run disney race it is months in advance like six nine six to nine months maybe even longer months in advance that you register for the race so kyle and i decided that we wanted to start trying in june um of 2022 and so in that time was race registration so i said you know I have a lot of friends that are struggling to get pregnant. I don't know how long I'm going to take, but I don't want to hold my life back from doing what I want to do. So I registered for everything I would as if pregnancy wasn't going to be an obstacle. And I was like, I will figure it out later. (laughs) So come. So I think there was one registration in June, which was for princess. I think Dobie registration was in April and then springtime surprise was in August. Um, And we conceived in August. So I found out three days after springtime surprise registration that I was expecting. Um, But at that point, I had already signed up for Princess and I had signed up for Marathon Weekend. Um, I had to skip Wine and Dine that year because I was going on a cruise for a friend. And then I actually didn't register for springtime surprise because I was supposed to go on that same friend's wedding in Mexico. So I was already going to be out no matter what, but I did register for yoga which is the one that's coming up in, um, I think, like, three or four weeks. So also, when you registered, if you want to share, you didn't just register for a little 5K. (laughs) You want to tell them what you registered for? (laughs) I registered for everything. Um, So for Marathon Weekend, I registered for the Dobie Challenge, which um, is the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the full marathon. And that was going to be my third time doing it. And also with, like, the theme of the 80s, 90s, retro throwback like I was like this is the year to do it again because I try not to do it every single year because it is so much training and so much time but um this was a good year to do it and I was one of the fortunate ones to get in I know that registration was such a a nightmare for a lot of people just because everybody wanted to be in on it Um, it's a very stressful process for me who's done it a handful of times I'm like (gasps) yeah (laughs) it's a lot it's it's scary and I've done I've been doing them for so long and so it's it's you never know what's going to happen with it, but um, I was one of the fortunate ones to get in for Dopey. And then for the princess races, which were this past um, February, a couple weeks ago, I registered for the 5K, the 10K, and the half marathon. And what's funny is I actually like remember like the night before registration, I said, maybe I should just do the five and the 10. Like, I don't know, like something, something in me is like, I'm going to be pregnant. Like, I'm not going to be able to yeah. do it. And then my sister really wanted to do the 5K with me too because it's Jasmine and that's her favorite princess. And I said, oh. sure, like, let's do it. And then something clicked and then registration opened and I just said, I'm going to do the challenge and I just did it. Um, yes. So I, I was contemplating it, which normally I just kind of no brainer and I do, I do them all. 
but I knew I wanted to participate at least in the 5k because my sister wanted to do it. And then I, I was torn a little between the 10 and the half, uh, well, the 10k and the half marathon and the challenge, like what combination to do, because I was like, there's a good chance I could be pregnant if things go well. So doing the math backwards on that one. Um, But I ended up doing the challenge because I also remembered that it was the 15th year anniversary for the princess race weekend. And I love going for anniversaries. There's just something a little bit more special about those race weekends that have an anniversary tied to them. So I ended up doing the challenge for that reason. (laughs) So, and then I didn't register for springtime because again, I was supposed to be at a wedding. So that one worked out because I would have been 38, 37 weeks pregnant, which would have been probably not too much. You would have conceived, you would have, you would have given birth on the course. On the course, which would have been appropriate, but not, not, (laughs) not smart or safe in any means. Um, Like they call in, um, we need a medic. Oh, is it a ankle injury? Uh, Tornium? like a no torn ACL no someone's giving birth <laughs> someone's giving birth on the on the roads so do they get a lifetime pass because they were born in Disney World I don't know but like, um, no you need to keep running and you're like we're almost to the castle <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness God. yeah people people have made that joke to me already too they're like are you just gonna give birth on a race course and I'm like I mean I, I would prefer not to but <laughs> But like yeah, that would be epic, though. That would be crazy. <laughs> we did joke that if, um, like, had I if I did springtime surprise, like I, that was a very high chance that I could do that. So wonderful, wonderful. So you signed up, you registered yes. for all the ones you were going to, and then you found out. And then I found out, and so from I, I had a really easy pregnancy for the most part. I felt some nausea and some fatigue like earlier on in the first trimester but I knew that if I was gonna have any chance of getting through all of those races I actually had to really train hard and train safely so the first thing that I asked in my doctor's appointments were is it safe to run is it you know like at 22 weeks like am I able to run a marathon like is that going to be a possibility like you know let me know now just so I don't get my hopes up right and all my doctors while they all blessed the idea, told me I was crazy. They're like, you, I, you can do it, but like, that's a lot. I'm like, I know, I know. I was like, but what they basically told me too was just stay high. They gave me tips. They said, you know, stay hydrated, look for certain warning signs of swelling, of um, overheating, of your heart rate going too high. Like they gave me all, all the tips. And they basically said too to me, because you've done this so many times before, your body's already going to be used to it. So it's not going to be that much more of a change for you. Right, so just you're right. going to you're going to have to adjust. It's not your race to PR. It's not your race to go fast. <laughs> and I knew that. So it's like I mentally had to change myself to say like, OK, this is not the race. And I really don't ever try to PR at any of the Disney races. Um, They're too fun. They're too fun. They're too I fun. enjoy it. You don't want to, you know. <laughs> You spend too much money to not be on that course for as long as you possibly can. So right. I am like a big proponent of enjoy it, take it, like take it step by step and have fun with it. And um, which is, which is what I told the doctors anyways, I said, you don't understand. Like I usually drink beer during the race or I like meet characters and I'm right. Like, I've don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I did not do that. But but like I I take my time and I enjoy it so I'm like trust me I'm not pushing myself and so um they they ultimately gave me the blessing on it and I had appointments actually right before and right after each of the races so it was a good Good. check-in for me too to make sure that everything was still like 
looking good to go. So I feel like the fact too, like you mentioned that, you know, you've done this before so many times. I like, I can imagine the answer being different for someone who's never done it. And like, I was training for this and I'm pregnant now. Like I feel a bit like, "Ah, let's not, Yeah. but you're a professional run Disney racer. So (laughs) yeah, it's a lot of muscle memory, honestly. Like it's, that's, I think what allowed me to do it this time around. Um, I think I've been told that running is really great for people that are pregnant up to a certain um, point in the pregnancy. It's it's good for you. Like now I'm more on the walking side than the running side, but yeah. you are allowed to run while you're pregnant. Um, but I think every pregnancy and every mother and every um, doctor will have different opinions on it. So that they, my only major advice is like to go get your doctor's clearance. Cause I've had a very low risk pregnancy um, everything's been going well. And again, I've been doing this, my body's been used to this. So it, it wasn't that much of a change for me, but I can't, th- you know, I also am hesitant to say like to everybody, yes, you can be pregnant and run like absolutely anyone right. can do it. But, um, people like me that are low risk and have been doing it for a while do have a higher chance of being able to, um, continue to run and continue right. to, to do races. That's incredible. So the first um, race that you did, what was that like or leading up to it? Tell us, tell us about that for the so, marathon yeah. weekend. <laughs> the marathon weekend, I was a actual nervous wreck. Like the whole, actually all the weeks leading into it, I was an actual nervous wreck because it's like, I know to myself, I've done a 5k, I've done a 10k, I've done a half, I've done a marathon, I've done dopey twice. So I don't really have anything to prove to anyone. So I'm, you know, it's like, it's at the end of the day, I know I've done this before, but like how I was saying, I feel like I am like Moana. I was like, I don't want anything to stop me from doing it, but I also have to learn my boundaries and know like when this is actually unsafe. So the 5k, I wasn't too worried about because like leading into the race, I had trained up to 20 miles. So I'm like, okay, I know I can do the five and I'm pretty confident I can do the 10k at this point. Like there's really nothing you know, alarming about what I've done to get there. So then the first scary one was the half where I'm like, okay, I don't know where this is going to go because I haven't done, well, I've done a half marathon, but it had been a couple weeks at that point. Like a lot changes like week over week. Like I'm like, all right, like this is a lot longer than I'm used to. And I also had to keep in mind that I had like a lot more recovery than I'm used to, meaning I had to ice, heat, rest my feet and do like maybe two hours of recovery after every race, including the 5K and the 10K, because I wasn't my body was more sensitive to running, essentially. So I would I would do an ice pack, then I'd switch to heat, I'd go back to the ice and then I would do it all again before I went to bed, too, which is like 20 minutes on 20 minutes off. Um, and then not doing super long park days, like a lot of people do and they celebrate and they go hit the parks all day long, the rest of the day. Like you're like, no, "No, we got it. We got to focus. We got to stay. Yeah. We got it. It was a very different race weekend experience because I did have exactly that. Like I had to go back home and I couldn't go out and and exert myself like I normally would because a lot of, um, a, a tip that I give a lot of first time runners is like, just because you ran the race doesn't mean you should just sit on your bed all day afterwards. Like you do need to stay yeah. active just to keep like your body loose. So I do would, I would recommend going to the park afterwards. And I did still go. I just kept it a lot lighter than I normally would, where normally I would go for like three or four hours. This time I was only going for like one or two because again, I have the annual pass. So it's easy to pop in and go get like food and then come home. So 
but that was it was definitely a change with the whole recovery part of it too that was the biggest I think change with how I operated during a race weekend all right so you do the 5 and 10k but you know you said mentioned that the theme was 90s and 80s yes what did you wear because your costumes are oh my gosh really incredible <laughs> thank you so I had a really hard time brain not hard time brainstorming I had a long list and like what I typically do when I'm running is think about what do I want to wear on the races and then honestly when I'm I train in a run walk interval so when I'm walking um I'll typically like be ordering the pieces that I need or I'll start ah, writing things down I multitask 100% <laughs> during the, during the runs so for the 5k I have had I for the 5k of marathon weekend I ran as Britney Spears from like the I, there's this like iconic photo of her in front of the Emporium holding bags with plushes in them so yes which is you know like that was that was not I don't want to say it was scary but you have this element of uh, you're pregnant so you're not only like carrying your child and you're physically a little bit more uncomfortable but you're also just carrying stuff for three miles so it was definitely you know again I like a, a good challenge and I like Emma like Moana like I will push the boundaries for myself especially when it comes to creativity like I want to be I want to have fun with it still at the end of the day. And it really wasn't that bad of a costume yeah. at the end of the day. Um, and I, I had to take it slow. So it's okay that I walked with bags of merchandise, which is what I would probably do on a normal park day anyways. So yes. let me describe so. this to everybody that uh, can't see it. Cause I'll probably put up a picture, but you got the Britney cool. Spears, um, blue bucket hat, the skinny 90s yeah. sunglasses, her pink top, khaki pants and sneakers. And like you said, with the merchandise bag and you even found like 90s Disney park merchandise yes. bags, which is very Thank impressive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. and nobody wanted to bid on them at this time in their lives, but I bought them. <laughs> I bought them really early on because I knew if I didn't do it for a race, I wanted to do it for Halloween oh, at some point. So yes. it was like, either way, I'm getting this costume out there somewhere. But I ended and, up and doing the side it. Oh, yes. And the side-by-side pictures, it's literally spot on to what Britney Spears <laughs> wore. So, and we're Thank all, you know, you. Britney Spears is becoming uh, more relevant nowadays too with the whole free yes. Britney thing. Perfect for Run Disney <laughs> and stuff. Did people recognize you? Yes, I got I got quite a few compliments on that one. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. wonderful. Okay, and then your okay. 10K. My 10K was, okay, so while it was 80s and 90s, I am still like a 2000s Disney Channel era girl. And a lot of people wore, you know, VHS costumes or they wore um, things a little bit more in the 90s trends. I decided to go with the 2000s because that's what I grew up with. And I did a play on the Disney Channel games, which if anyone remembers that, that was when like Hannah Montana and Selena Gomez and the, the Sprouse brothers, like they all competed yes. in this like, a, like a, Olympic a challenge style. Olympics, exactly. That's it. Yes. Yes. But I made it but with all the because, major Disney Channel stars. Yes. And so I did that, but I did a run Disney version of it. And I kept it kind of a little more neutral because I was like, I can't pick a team. And had I been like a group, it would have been a great group costume if you had four people oh. to do each of the colors. But I ultimately decided I'm going to do black and I'm just going to keep it a little bit more generic and pretend that I'm doing the run Disney games. And so then what I also had was a 
light up Disney Channel logo sign. So it's hard to, it was hard to see it in some of the pictures I posted because it gets, what I learned was the light that I used made my face look like a blueberry. Like I legitimately turned blue in the photo. So like when I ran for photo pass, I turned off the light, but running in the park, I kept the light on. Um, and I had like a little wand that made a noise, like as if it was, you know, lighting up the, the Disney Channel logo. Yes. And you had so, the sweatband on and yes. um, the like you said, the Run Disney logo. But it was like you said, the Disney Channel games thing, like so cute, so creative. Oh, Thank you. it was such a good job. The high knee socks. Got to have those. Yes. <laughs> and all comfortable to run too. It, everyone's like, how are you holding a board? I'm like, it's foam core it's so lightweight and honestly like your your body just you know you use your arms to like kind of pump while you run so it's just I'm just now holding on to something versus yeah it's not much different that and I have a string on it too so it's if I ever need to put it down for some reason it's just hanging off my side or off my chest versus me having to like put it on the floor or or anything like that so it's connected to me in one way or another yeah, it was very, very cute. Oh my goodness. I love it. Thank I you. love it. So the last two races, and you said you were a little nervous for running the half, but yeah. Um, what did you wear for the half? And then tell me about that experience and going through that yeah. being how many much how many weeks pregnant at this point? I was twenty two weeks pregnant. Ooh. So so I was definitely in a safe zone from like a trimester perspective and from a doctor perspective, but um I decided to dress as Princess Michelle Tanner, which was a costume I actually just had thought about for princess, uh, the princess race weekends in general, but I thought with it being nineties, this was a really good time to, to do that. So, um, I dressed as what she wore in the parks, but I made it a little bit more runner friendly. And I had like the sign that was around the parks in the episode, like saying she's princess for the day so that people kind of could tell what I am because a lot of people thought if you didn't have the sign on like people thought I was like Piglet or the Cheshire Cat so I had the sign kind of I think like helped signify exactly who I was and you had like the scrunchies and her hair just the same and a little tiara and oh it was absolutely adorable and did you make that costume or like I I made that one yeah so it was all athletic material and I just taped off stripes and I used a pink fabric spray to oh. um yeah so to make the to basically cover it in pink um so it was still breathable it was still like um it wasn't cotton or anything like that so mm-hmm. I did make that one um just using some craft splits and I used it for the half marathon because that was the park that we ran Magic Kingdom or we we go to Magic Kingdom and um yes. you don't go to the Magic Kingdom in the 5k or the 10k so I used that one um for the half marathon day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and then <laughs> and then that race overall, it went really well for me until the last mile. Um, is when I started to feel like I was swelling. So I actually got like a little nervous and I was texting my husband. I'm like, I my arm is going a little numb. And I was like, This is unusual. This has never happened before. And yeah. I feel like totally okay. I was like, I just, you know, they told me to look for like swelling and things like that. So I'm going to go to the medic tent. So I went to the medic tent after the race. Um, I checked myself in. They took oh, all like my- you completed um, the race, everything. Completed the race. Okay. Yeah, it was the last okay. mile. So I'm like, at this point, I, I kind of have to finish. And there's no, right. like, I'm right there. And I just, I, again, I walked it. I kept it super simple or super easy. Um, and I just tried to stay as hydrated as I could, which I knew was a big concern going into the race of pregnant is staying hydrated. So I- um, 
I went to the medical tent, which I've never done before. I've stopped at medic tents on the course to get like BioFreeze or Advil or, or water or whatever it may be, but I've never actually gone to the medic tent past the metals. So I I checked myself in. They they like wheelchaired me, and I'm like, guys, I can walk. They're like, no, 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 take the free ride. Like we're gonna wheelchair you. And I said, okay. You're like, I was all like, right, all right. Like this is weird. You're like y'all come to the parks with me. <laughs> yeah, right. Take, take push, push everywhere. Yeah. So I, and then I went back in there. I basically laid down. They took all my vitals. They gave me a banana, um, some more Powerade, some more water. I had three people attending to me and they basically just kind of continued to ask me over and over again, like, how are you feeling? What's going on? Like, you know, and checking my vitals every so often to make sure that like my heart rate was coming down because it was up from running and walking and to make sure my temperature was stable. And they were just like looking at my hands to make sure that it wasn't too swollen um or anything like that and ultimately they were like you're you're fine like they're like there's really nothing here that's like alerting us of it and if it goes away then you should be fine and so I never felt any worse I just got really paranoid I guess because the doctors have already been instilling in me like you need to stay hydrated you need to look for this and so it was in the back of my head so frequently so anyway it ended up all being fine but I was in there for about 20-30 minutes and I walk out you know, to go back to get my, um, to get to the starting area where you go back to your car, or the buses or whatever yeah. it may be. There's no one there. I am the last oh. person to leave. I was like, how was I in there for so long? Like right. nobody is around anymore. And I like, didn't get to say, or like celebrate with friends that are at the finish line. Like it was oh. just Kyle sitting there waiting for me. And I felt really bad, but, um, sweet little husband. <laughs> I know he was so sweet about it. He's like, "Are you you okay? Like everything's good?" I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "I feel okay. Like I feel fine." But you know, better safe than sorry is essentially the oh, motto right. I used. But it felt weird coming into nothing, like being completely alone. Like they're already changing the half marathon sign in the back, like to the marathon. It's like, or the finish line sign is already like starting right. to get torn down. And I'm like, "Oh man!" Like, <laughs> and they I know quick. I had, yeah, they move real quick. So I was like. <laughs> But I was in there for a while, and um, but yeah, everything ended up being fine. So going into the and marathon, they were like, "You can run tomorrow," and everything yep. like that. Ooh. Yep, they were just like, "Keep up your hydration," because that's probably what's causing the um swelling. The swelling, yeah. So they were like, "Just keep up with the hydration." So I said, "Okay." So like I said, I learned my lesson that I, that's not enough hydration. So then, going into the marathon, I put a lot more focus on that. Um. And so the morning of the marathon, I was super nervous. I was crying in the corral, which like I'm tearing up. I wasn't like hysterical sobbing, but I was just like really emotional. I'm like, this is, you know, really kind of scary now at this point, just because this is like the big one that you've been training for. And I, I just got really emotional and I don't usually get emotional before races because I have done so many of them before, but this one just felt really, yeah. So I, I felt a lot more nervous going into it. Um, but once I started moving, everything kind of, you know, it just like keep going one foot in front of the other and just remember to hydrate. So I tried to like tell myself, just focus on that, focus on um, just staying fed and fueled and doing what you can. If you need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, like, don't worry about it. Just mm-hmm. and I tried as hard as I could to um, run the first couple miles for as long, like while the sun was not up to prevent me from mm-hmm. getting dehydrated. So I tried to push, ah. I, I'm using quotes, push myself in the beginning to get as far along as I could in the darkness before the sun came out. Yes. 
Um, yes. So then once Smart. the sun came out, I was like, that's it. We're not, we're like, we're taking it easy. Cause it was a warmer um, marathon, I think, than a lot of people would have liked, but it, it wasn't awful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's, so that was just, you know, the marathon was a, it was tough and I have never gone to the bathroom so many times during a race because I was so <laughs> overhydrated. I, I actually was tracking it on my phone. I stopped 15 times. So if people can oh. do the math. That's like every mile and a half I had to go. And it's oh just, you know, things, it was rough. That was, that was hard. That was the hardest part of the marathon for me because my body at this point is kind of used to the running on your feet and the tiredness. Like I'm, I've experienced all that before, but having like intense bladder pressure and being like, I need to go now. It was just, maybe it's TMI. I don't know, but that's the reality of it. No, and that's how no. I knew I was hydrated because I was yes, you, going was, so often. You proved that you were hydrated, but the downside yes. is you have to pee every mile and a half. Pretty much. Yep. Oh yep, my gosh. So, so you did what the doctors ordered. Good, good, good. Yes. Yes. And just so slowed you I, down a little bit. It did slow me down. I feel like I lost like 30, 30 ish or so minutes. Like every stop took like a minute and a half, two minutes between waiting and actually going. Um, so I yes. lost like 30, 35 minutes on the course, just going to the bathroom. And normally I would use that time for characters or other fun things. And I was like, right, we just right. need to make sure we're hydrated and get across this line standing and I straight. Feel like so too- and you're the one that's pregnant, not me, but like, I feel like too, like pregnancy bladder is a whole thing. Like, they, you know, people always thing. make jokes, like, you know, you giggle a little bit and then you, you pee yourself just a little bit. Cause you know, like no, you said, literally. The pressure. I <laughs> sneezed the other day and I peed myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is real. It's so real. It's so real. <laughs> Something to look forward to when it happens yes. to me one day. Yay. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. And what did you dress up as as well? Oh, yeah. So for Dopey, which also was the worst possible costume to dress with a bladder issue going on, I dressed as like a jazzercise Dopey. Um, so kind of playing again into the 80s and 90s theme, but I did um, a jazzercise Dopey. So it was like a neon green. It was actually a bathing suit with biker shorts um, and like a jeweled um like sweatband kind of vibe um it was very cute very very cute and very obviously dopey and so so cute (laughs) thank you but I will tell you if you if you look at this photo how did I go to the bathroom in that having to pull down the whole unitard I'd ended up getting to the point where I just like pulled it over to the side I pulled like the bottom of the unitard over to the side and pulled the shorts down and just hoped for the best and that I didn't miss (laughs) But I wonder it took you so long every yeah. minute. <laughs> I told you it took every like stop took like two minutes because half of it was like a ward it was either you were waiting in line or it was the wardrobe situation right. going wiggle on. Wiggle it up and wiggle yeah. it down. It's like wearing yep. a romper almost. <laughs> yes, yes, Horrible. exactly. And I so it wasn't my smartest choice, but I got I got it done. <laughs> you got it done. Still, you got it done. And it was but it was still comfortable to run in from like a you know, it had yes. room for like my stomach. I didn't know how big I was going to be when I was running. Um, and the biker shorts are always comfortable too. So it was like overall of actually a very comfortable costume. It just wasn't bathroom friendly. Right, right. And there's a sweet picture I'm looking on your Instagram now of your husband carrying you and you just look like, oh, relief and like, yes. oh my goodness, so sweet. 
He's the best. Yeah, he that's like our kind of like traditional picture we take after every marathon is he like lifts Aww. me up and holds me with my medals. So it's that one so was a little sweet. bit more of a traditional pick. And but it was hard getting up there. I'm like, you're carrying two people now. So yes. get me up. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so so sweet. But you finish it, you get all the medals. Yes. How did you feel? Feeling. It was honestly like the most overwhelming and best feeling because I was so anxious going into that race for so long and because it was such a new experience for me like I I have this weird issue with doing things that are uncomfortable or we're not uncomfortable but like where I don't know what the outcome is going to be or I can't predict what the outcome is going to be so I had this like fear in the back of my mind of like what happens if I don't finish like what do I do like what how am I going to feel like I was already anticipating and trying to you know tell myself what what to expect if this is if this goes wrong so like you know don't don't beat yourself up over it don't um harp on the negative about it you know maybe you'll experience what getting swept is like so you can share that experience with others and I don't want to like I don't want to sound insensitive when I say that either too of like you know I, I know people try they do genuinely get swept but like maybe that is an experience that I, I wouldn't normally have and this is like the time for me to have that experience right, right. um and I wouldn't have been like upset about I, I was trying my, to make my sure that I wasn't going to be upset with something like that um so preparing for action, any outcome like you said yes yes exactly preparing for any outcome like it you know whatever I needed to do um to prepare myself is what I tried to do but ultimately being able to finish was like one of the greatest feelings like I cried crossing the finish which like I usually don't cry crossing the finish lines anymore um but that one really got me I got really emotional um I didn't get emotional during the half because I was so nervous about my body that I was like just get to the medics go but the marathon, right right I, your focus yeah. was on your so body little, <laughs> making sure you're yeah I was like I was like, I did this. It's fine. Um, but I'm like already starting to think about the next day and how I'm going to feel. Um, I didn't have time to cry. I didn't have time to think about it, but the marathon I did cry. Um, and just to know that like, I actually could do that was like one of the most like wild feel like it's so hard to explain, but it's so, you know, it's something that I get to tell my kid in the future that I did. And like, I get to share that experience and story with him and, you know, I got all the little mini medals, which if if you've ever done a run Disney race and you go to the expo merchandise area, um, they have like little replica mini metal pins. So I made sure to get one for him. And I was like, I can't return this. I got to keep it. Like we got to have this for him. So in the nursery, he's going to have all the little medals that he's earned with me too. Like all little replicas. Man, so, this baby is not even born and he's done more, uh, he's run more longer distance yeah. than most people have. That's I know, I think yeah so he's um he's got his first bling as they say yeah and he signed up for the disneyland um children's race or kids races in january too so i hope he likes it i hope he enjoys running i hope he enjoys being active gosh how sweet well um is there anything else you want to say about the marathon weekend before we move on to the princess weekend oh so so marathon honestly um Marathon weekend overall with it being dopey is just such like a rewarding weekend. It's my, it's not my favorite weekend because I love wine and dine. That will always be my number one, but there's something special about marathon and having the dopey and the actual marathon in there too. That's just a lot more inspiring. And I actually have said, um, 
I've said to myself next year, I'm not registering for Dobie because I don't think I can train with a, an infant, but I want to, I want to cheer for the marathon because I, I have not had that experience in so long to be able to cheer others on. So I really want to give back to the people that have given to me because I remember my first couple races being so amazed by how many people would be out there cheering for you. And so I want to do that this next time around. Um, because it is such like a, a like a sweet and magical and like truly what makes the races so incredible in their own way is the crowd support. So I want to be able to do that next year and give back and um I'll have to do the half because of the Disneyland coast to coast challenge. That's my goal, but um I've like accepted that that was like the, the last Opie for just a little bit. I'm not saying I'm never gonna do it again, but um <laughs> That was, that was like the last, I knew that was going to be the last one for a bit because knowing I was going to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that I was going to have a kid right before as Doby training was going to have to come in. I, I said, this is not the year to do it. So it all kind of just, yeah. It was a beautiful closing before there's a new addition to your family in your life. Exactly. That's wonderful. And you should definitely get one of those strollers for runners or like that they're like attached around your waist and you're like pulling the kid. That would be fun. Oh my goodness. Well, now you're even more pregnant just a month later and Princess Weekend rolls around and you, again, not do one race, but three races. So yeah. share with us that and go through your wonderful costumes <laughs> as well. Because your you're yeah. first one for the 5K was yeah, so, so original and hilarious <laughs> and iconic and I loved it. And so well, please tell us. Will, my sister will appreciate that. So as I, I think I mentioned um for that race weekend my sister ran with me and that was her I mean, first slash second run Disney race she did one a long time ago in 2015 but it was her first one in a while um and she loves Aladdin and she loves Jasmine which was the theme of the princess 5k um for this past year and I was like you get to decide what you want to wear I'm in for whatever you want to do I was like this one's all you and she's like I want to be a loaf of bread and I said <laughs> okay, we will do that. <laughs> so for Christmas, I bought her a loaf of bread costume. Ah. Um, so she told me the link of the one she wanted. And it was, you know, the line was like, all this for a loaf of bread, which is from the movie. So she really wanted to do that. And I said, okay, well, I'll be like, I'll be like a Razul. I'll be your guard. I'll be like the one that's chasing after you because Aladdin stole you in the movie and yes. went through all this trouble just to get a loaf of bread. So that was yes, the inspiration had- behind that one. And you had the knife and everything, and you had yes. the little uh, headband with the jewel, the and you guys looked so great. I Thank literally you. so during when while this was going on this weekend, I was actually at Disneyland for the Magic Happens Parade, and I was with a friend who loves Aladdin, and I showed them your pictures, and I was like, "This is amazing! You need to see this!" And he loved it just as well. Oh. It was so creative, because you <laughs> well, know most girls you. when they do princesses want to do princesses or a version of a character yep and glitter and all that fun stuff yeah and you guys are a garden a loaf of bread and I was like this is incredible I love it and it's (laughs) It's so so funny because thank you and people it's so funny because when you're going through the race and you're going through at night 
when it's dark in the parks, like there's different lighting and it made her look red. And so people thought she was bacon while we were running. And we're like, oh, look, it's bacon. And we're like, it's red, but thanks. Like, at least you kind of are close. And it's another I five love this one. Yes. And I love oh, this one in Ag- or Agrabah, Morocco in Pavilion. Morocco. It was yeah, so, so perfect. So we had like, I had brought, um, my pro tip for all those people that are into taking the photos I brought like a a clicker with me and so I had it propped up like on my water bottle and I would just like we got in position and I like would click instead of having to do the self-timer um I like so I had that like thank you yeah I had that one um I had that one there there characters yeah we were hoping genie or abu or aladdin would be out but they weren't so we just had a a couple minutes we spent in morocco just enjoying it and i saw a couple other runners doing the exact same thing too which is so fun like to see you know it's always fun for me when i'm dressing up to find a place along the course that's like resonated with the costume to take photos so that one worked out perfectly and you got to meet jasmine did she love your outfits she did, and she said the line, all that for all this for a loaf of bread, I think is what she said to my sister. She said something, and she like my sister like lost it. She's like, This is what I wanted it for. This is this is the moment. This is like You're it like, made her so happy. I've deceased, I can die. Yes, now. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'm wondering if she, if I, I thought she, I wrote it in my one of my captions, if I remember exactly what she said, but yeah, she she called it out. And it was like my sister like was so happy about it. It was so cute. Oh, so wonderful. So that was the five k, and I um got to do it with my sister, which was really sweet because you know my life's gonna change a lot drastically coming up in the next couple months, and so the time that I have like kind of alone with my siblings and my parents and my friends is dwindling, and so it was really special and sweet to have like that race experience with her. So much so that she registered for wine and dine later this year. Yay. So we get to do it all over again. <laughs> oh, how fun. And you're going to go support her or run with her? You, I know you said run you're taking a break on Dopey. Oh, you're going to run Dopey with her. On, yeah. We're going to see how <gasps> it goes. But yeah. Adobe can't wait to see hard. what your yeah. theme is. Oh, we, my gosh. We already started talking about it. And registration was not even like 48 hours ago. But um, Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we registered yesterday. And we're already still talking about it. So, um. <gasps> So we're starting to, I like planted the seed. I'm like, we got to start thinking about this soon, but um, I will be back for wine and dine. Disney, the marathon weekend, is just hard. Marathon training is a lot harder. I think it, it takes a lot more time and effort than the five, the 10 and the half marathon do. So the half marathon, we'll see how I go with like postpartum recovery and all that. But um, I said, I'll, whatever, I'll kind of the same thing as I said, when I registered the first time, I'd rather have the option to know that I can try to do this versus not having the option at all. So right, right. we're going to see how it goes, but, um, then the 10 K, the 10 K, the 10 K, the 10 K, um, kind of the same mentality that I had with marathon weekend where I was like, I feel like I can at least get through the 10 K. I was I knew I could get through the 5k. I started getting nervous about a 10k and about two miles into the 10k. I didn't know it at the time, but I was getting a Braxton Hicks contraction. I didn't know that's what it was, but I knew something was like physically different. Like I felt this extremely tight band across my stomach where it's the point where I I physically stopped. I pulled over to the side and I stopped and I was like, what is going on? And I just let myself kind of breathe for a couple seconds. And I, um, 
went to like a snail's pace of a walk and I drank water. I fueled up and it started to go away. And I was like, okay, okay good. keep going. But like, that was weird. And um, I actually confirmed with the doctor like three weeks ago. I said, I was like, I think I've had Braxton Hicks already. And I explained to her exactly what happened. She goes, yeah, that was, that was Braxton Hicks, oh. um, which is not a bad thing to happen. It's actually pretty normal from what I've learned. Um, but that was definitely what happened. But again, like I was, I've been taking myself uh, I've been go- doing these races a lot slower than I normally would just because of all the things going on in my body. Um, yes, but that was, yes. that was a weird one. Cause then at mile four, I felt great. I was like, this is, this is where I want to be. So it was just really weird. It was a really weird thing to think that at mile two and three, I was like not feeling right, great. Right. So, yeah. but then You're the like, last body was- noted, I see you yes. I'll slow down, yes. but we're going to finish this. <laughs> yes. So, that was like my first time having a Braxton Hicks contraction. I was like, well, I, and then the more I Googled it, it is onset by like activity and walking and all that yeah. stuff. So I'm like, okay, Running this is like this weekend. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but I had no other like weird symptoms. I didn't feel dizzy. I didn't feel like dehydrated or anything. I learned my lesson from the half marathon. Like you need to stay hydrated. So, so I felt, I felt okay finishing it, but I was like, that was, that was weird like that it kind of mentally threw me for a loop honestly during the race because I you know I already start going to like worst case scenario of like what you know am I okay is this is this okay is this normal because I hadn't had a feeling like that yet so it threw me for a little bit of a mental loop during the race but at the end of the day like actually once we got into Hollywood Studios um on that course which was the last half of the race um around mile four is when I started to feel a lot better and I don't know something I don't know what changed or what happened but um I definitely enjoyed the second half of the race which was inside the parks which is the part you want to enjoy anyway so yes, I was glad yes. that the stuff happened on the outside of the course or like on the road but that's kind of that's that's really like how the 10k happened um and for those that didn't yeah I'll go oh, into the costume now <laughs> yes costume yeah, yeah, the costume <laughs> so 10k for those that didn't know is Beauty and the Beast themed and I wanted to try to play off of being pregnant or playing off the mom role. So I ended up dressing as Mrs. Potts um, with like, you know, kind of being the mom and pretending that like my son was Chip and like the one that I'm carrying is Chip. Um, yes. So I did Mrs. Potts. And at Potts. this point, did you know you had a boy or? Yes. Oh. Yes. I had, I had toyed around for a little bit on which costume I wanted to do for that race. Um, so I was trying to think of like pregnant characters to embody, but, um, I ultimately did Mrs. Potts and, um, and I had done chip before actually in like 2017, I think for another princess race, but, um, this one was just kind of like a, like a homage homage how do you say that <laughs> uh, like homage a to the original when you did chip yes. so this is perfect yes. oh, and, and your cute like little a... purple beret for like mrs potts and your skirt was so pretty and you're perfect probably very comfortable like white t-shirt ready to go yeah very very cute and, and i had like a little gold armband on to be like her um her handle and i was Yay. carrying a chip too to kind of represent him throughout the race so um so that was where that one came from. I saw a couple other Mrs. Potts out there, and I love to try to be as original as I can, but that one just had more of like a sentimental um, meaning behind it. 
Yes, definitely. Oh my goodness. So, so cute. And again, you're a mom and you're having a little boy <laughs> and everything. So all the more, all the better. Yeah. And so, then you celebrated. <laughs> yes. We celebrated all throughout Epcot where I could. <laughs> and you're wearing your Mrs. Potts for those that aren't um, yes. watching. Your shirt is happened so, to- so cute. <laughs> it's the shirt that I wore after the 10K. It just so happened to be at the top of my laundry pile today. So. <laughs> You're like, oh, perfect. perfect. I thought you it's totally perfect. did it intentional, but we'll just pretend I like did. <laughs> We can tell people I did, but no, it just, perfect, that's just perfect. the one that's happened. <laughs> happened to be on the top of my um, stack today. Oh, I love it. And I, I love still it. fit in it. <laughs> and then the very last race. Oh, the half marathon. Oh. Yes, the half marathon. So the same Braxton Hicks contraction happened to me again during the half marathon, but this oh. time... It happened on the walk to the corral. I hadn't even started running yet, and it hit. And I was like, I texted um, my friend Kayla. I mean, she was also running the half marathon, and I texted her at 4.30. I'm like, at 4.30 in the morning, knowing she's going to respond to me. And I'm like, I I am feeling, I'm already in pain. Like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, oh, no. we'll just keep, like, she, you know, she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, are you okay? I was like, I'm okay, but, like, this is, like, whatever. So I'm so thankful I had her to kind of just, like, mentally channel my energy too because Kyle wasn't awake at that point for me to talk to him and no one else that I you know talked to on a regular basis was there but my friend Kayla that um was also running she was up um with me so I was able to kind of like talk like we talked through it and I was like again I had to pull over and stop walking um because I was trying to get to the crowd as early as I could no I wanted to be as far up as possible to give myself as much time as possible um just in case you had to walk the rest of the way or you weren't feeling any better kind of thing that's smart exactly yeah so I did that and um fortunately it did go away it went away a little bit faster than the 10k did but I was like that's just so weird yeah so it all it's just one of those things that like your gut kind of comes into play of like I think in my gut that I'm probably okay um because again I had that same exact feeling yesterday and nothing really came out of it so I said, okay, well, we just know we really have to take this one easy. Um, And that's what we did. And so I basically told myself, just get through the, like, just get through it. Like, this is not the race where maybe you stop for all the characters anymore. This is not the race where, you know, you have as much fun as you typically do. Because at the end of the day, it's just about crossing safely, which is a really hard mental change for me. Because I'm so used to, like, just taking advantage of every single possible moment that you can yeah and the special opportunities rare characters fun photo ops like yes so I relied heavily on photo pass and basically my I basically kept continuing to track myself and how I was on pace and if I was good and the line looked short for a character that I was semi-interested in I did I did jump in them but I didn't do any ones in the beginning like I only did them after basically I got through the castle I said okay you can kind of yes. take a break here, like, and enjoy it. And what was so lucky about that half marathon, um, I don't know if you saw or if you heard about it, but there was fog for, like, two hours where there was no sun, which was, I think, the saving grace of me getting through yes. that race because there was no sun to de- to drain me. So it was a very, like, cool and comfortable half until the last mile is when it got really hot. But, um, but that last mile out of... 13.1 yes that's not bad <laughs> not, not bad. bad no no complaints oh. here and at that point I knew I was I had about like 20 minutes ahead of the balloon lady so I was like I'm good I'm in the home stretch like I am clear um 
And I never got close to them, which I know a lot of people get scared about. And what It was what I was nervous about. But I do actually know one of the balloon ladies on a personal level. So I knew if I got d- down to that point that I would have like a really good support system behind me to keep me going as long as I could. But all wonderful. But yeah, so um, I finished it. I finished it well. I was we just it was one of those like perfect storms of like good weather, starting to feel better, taking it easy, um, and having a comfortable costume, which was uh, which is really important for me that race weekend. Normally, I can try to push the boundaries and like carry crazy things or have like things attached to me, but this one was a very comfortable one and um. And it looked wonderful too. Thank you. So I um so I dressed as Prince Charming, which a gender bender Prince Charming. Um again, most people do the princess vibe, but then I went with a Prince Charming, which was also kind of in honor of the little boy that we're gonna have, our little hopeful future Prince Charming. Um Aww. so that was the idea behind that one and the metal and the race theme was Cinderella. So it was just kind of a perfect natural fit for me. I haven't I didn't see any other females out there dressed as Prince Charming so I felt pretty special (laughs) I felt super unique um I saw a couple of pictures with Cindy and everything yes she was at the finish line um a lot of people were there from Moana actually I'm sorry Cinderella was the challenge theme but the um half marathon was Moana so the line for Uh. Moana was crazy long but no one was really in line for Cinderella so I was able to get um a photo with her and then I stopped with um Snow White and her Prince Charming as well yes. so we stopped for that picture um any of the princes basically that I saw on the course if there was like a jester goofy um Lee Shang from Mulan was out so I stopped for him just try to enjoy it. I try I was very selective on who I stopped with basically at that oh, point yes I loved it I loved it and mm-hmm. and you're crossing the line picture you're wiping your tears oh like oh, it gets me gosh. emotional looking oh, at it too I'm like oh just now especially knowing everything you've gone through too oh that was such a good photo pass photo (laughs) so what happened was I my one of my best friends Sam she was texting me throughout the race she's like and she was tracking me and she's like you're gonna do it like you're right there like she was so sweet to me over text message and I'm like so dry back because I'm like just trying to get through it and I was Kyle was rushing to the finish line like they left a little later than they wanted to and I ended up slowing down significantly to wait for him to get there just so he could, he could be there and see it. And he finally gave me the all. I was like, I'm going to wait by like the gospel. So if you've run the race before, you know that there's this like gospel choir, like right at the corner into third, into mile 13. And he's like, I'm here. You can go like you can finish. And I'm like, okay. And so like, that just got me emotional. Then I see the mile 13 marker, which is Cinderella. And I'm like, which it's just like in, you know, I'm wearing Prince Charming, it's Cinderella. And I just, something happened and I I legitimately lost it. I couldn't see out of my eyes because I was tearing up so much. I like, I have, I have live photo on my phone. And so like the photo of me taking the picture with the 13 mile is like me like going like, okay, like I couldn't see the photo and I lost, I lost it. And I texted Kyle the most embarrassing photo of me, like crying on the court. He's like, how are you? I was like, I'm crying. He's like, what are you doing? Like, come on, finish. I'm so You're almost there. And so then right after mile 13 is where they have some photo pass for that, like with the Epcot ball, Epcot spaceship earth behind you. And that's where they caught me crying. I like wasn't paying attention. And I was like, oh my God. So looking at that photo afterwards and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even, it's like so cool that they caught that. Cause I, it's so, it was so genuine and so raw 
of an emotion but um and then you see me crossing the finish line a couple of photos later and I'm like woohoo like I did it yes. but I like had to wipe the tears for myself I'm like you can do this like you don't want to be crying at the finish like be happy do it like you did we it want happy photo yeah happy photo we want happy photos but it, it's kind of cool to have like both in there too uh, anybody I know we kind of talked about pregnancy before, but like, what would you say to anybody, whether they're pregnant or not pregnant, like wanting to run a Disney race? So I would say like the best, the first off there's, you can do it. That's, I think my number one is, this is like that quote from um, Prince, uh, is it Princess Cyrus? No, another Cinderella story, which is like, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Like, don't let the fear of being pregnant, um, prevent you from trying at least and then I also would just say like my the best advice I can give is go to your doctor and find out um if you're cleared to go because every again pregnancy is so different and so um unique to everyone and every body <laughs> and then yeah. also be open to learning new techniques like I had to run with a um like a like a back support waistband which was new I had to have different shoes than I'm, I'm used to doing because oh. of the added weight that I had um so I had to get new shoes and I had to remember to hydrate more so I had to learn a little bit of different <laughs> more than you think tricks <laughs> yes. yep more than I think so I had to learn a couple of tricks myself um doing it but it wasn't impossible it was definitely doable it's scary it's a little scary but you'll you'll learn to have that motherly instinct and let your gut kind of kick in. And I think that's also key is learning to listen to yourself and to your body. I love that so much. Um, before we close out, is there anything else you want to add? I think that was a great ending, but if there's anything else you Thank wanted you. to share before we close out the story. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, at this point, like I feel like I've talked about anything that would have, <laughs> that I would have wanted to close out. Like I'm coming back for wine and dine. I hopefully um, <laughs> I'll be at Disneyland. Um, for that race hopefully with the little bean and yes. um so lastly where can we follow all of your adventures again i know you mentioned in the beginning but share with us again and everything will be linked in the show notes as well yeah so the best place to find me and to follow me is on instagram it's uh miss tomorrow so it's ms.tom underscore m-o-r-r-o-w um so it's basically where i post most of if not all of my content I've, I've dabbled in tiktok i've dabbled which i guess it's really the only other platform most people use these days but um yes, yes. I've, i try to i i try to post in there but i'm not really good at it i'm really good at scrolling on it but i'm not really good at posting on it um, same but, same <laughs> same problem <laughs> it's like too much to handle i just like don't do the twitter i don't do facebook like i don't do snapchat mostly. like I, it's yep it's just mostly instagram and um tiktok but um that's where you can find me so I'm I'm hoping that you know I'm due May 3rd so I will have a lot of changes in the second half of this year and um and I don't plan to stop running anytime soon I just might have to take a little bit of a break for a little just just, just a little tiny break just a brief intermission that's fine a brief intermission Oh, yeah. well, I love it. And Alex, thank you so much for sharing both of those stories and what it was like, your incredible costumes and what it was like to run pregnant. Like it seriously means the world to me. And I hope to have you on again soon. And then we can yes. give us, keep us updated on your sweet baby boy. And yes. <laughs> thank you. No, this is so great. It was great to talk to you. And um, thank you for having me. Of course. All right.